The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. My question today is, can you rent to people from other countries? What are some steps a non-U.S. citizen would follow to land a rental in New York City? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question, Melissa. You know, um, I think we can look at it from a landlord's perspective and or from a resident's perspective. It's this, it's a, it's a similar, it's similar. So what happens, a landlord wants to know that the person can pay rent and that they have the ability to pay rent, right? So in the United States, we usually renters have to demonstrate that they earn 40 times the monthly rent in gross annual income, right? So let's say the rent is $2,000 a month, then someone's gross annual income, according to regular measures, right, should should be, needs to be 40 times that, so $80,000 in gross annual income. Another way to think about that is 30% of your gross annual income is what you could spend on rent, then divided by 12. Mm-hmm. So if you're making $50,000 a year, let's say, um, which happens to be the average income in New York City, 50,000 times wow. 0.3, you know, 30%, right, is uh, 18,000, right? About, And then you divide that, it's 1250. Okay. Okay. So, so you're essentially, um, that's so that's what people are looking for from a landlord's perspective that's one thing right that's one of the the criteria the other criteria is that they have a credit score a credit score above a certain threshold right so and that comes from you know the agencies and the credit agencies right Experian or whatever it is right uh, monitoring your credit you know, based on your social security number, right? So, of course, you're thinking, oh, if you're an international person, you don't have a social security number because that's not how that works in those countries. So that's the, and then also, obviously, you know, you want to make sure you're doing the, a background check that you're not, you know, you don't have a person that's whatever has issues. So now you're like, oh, I, so as a renter, prospectively, you want to show your landlord, hey, here's how I, you have to handle those issues for the landlord or the landlord needs to handle those, right? Needs to understand where your income, that you're making enough income and that you have some demonstration of some ability to pay. So so I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn the question around. I gave you the criteria and standards, right? for making the assessment. If you're a landlord, Melissa, what would you do if someone doesn't have a credit score and comes from overseas? How do you, what do you think you would need? Do they have a job? 
do they have a job, right? How much do they, like, do they have money? Pay stubs. Pay stubs right? from where they worked in overseas? No, here. Here or there. Let's say they're <laughs> right. international. Let's say they work for an international company. Oh, right. As long as they have a current job. A current job? What if they don't have a current job? Or what if and- they, what if they're like, a, you know, a student, something like that? A guarantor. A guarantor would be something. Can it be an international guarantor? Ooh, we're well, getting complicated. You see that? You see that? What would you need? What would you see? So that's so that a tax return. I don't. <laughs> right. So how how do you? So so it's harder to check it's because harder. you're not used to what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So I guess letters of references, right, would be something, or people you could call, or people that know people. Former uh, some, rentals, yeah. Like for, like letters of references from former letters of buildings. references would be good. Yeah. Uh, maybe people that know them in the United States that you know that you could do. Um, uh, there are services that might, uh, like we talked about in other episodes, uh, there are guarantee guarantor services that you could, they could pay uh, for insurance about payments, meaning that. Let's say the rent's two thousand dollars. You pay a little. They would pay a little bit of a premium to this "quote unquote" insurance company uh, to guarantee that for their ability to pay the rent, right? So then that might be something that you might need or might want. Could they pay like six months up front? Yeah. As so that's obviously that's the you know that's the easy answer. That's- Right. Is, you know, obviously they would have to pay more up front or something like that to make you feel comfortable. Um, that would be something. Um, posting a bond or something like that where they could, you know, do uh, say, oh, look, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to have this money in an account that you could access if you need to, you know, something like that. That's, you know, those are, those are challenges. So, but it all translates to how am I going to demonstrate that I'm going to pay? You know, and then the landlord being satisfied with that and the resident being able to demonstrate that. So those are the, and that's not easy. And also for us, for those of us that travel to other countries, like I have a friend that went overseas and they had the same problem. It's like, how do I know, how do I prosecute you? Let's say, let's say you don't pay the rent. Right. It, how do I, you know, what do I send a letter? Like, how do I, you know, right. so There's that's. Not- that's the issue, like you were speaking about. Like, even if you have a guarantor from overseas, that what are you like? What are you going to do? The person's going to stay in uh, in another country. You're not going to, you know, you're not mm-hmm. going to get them to come to court in the United States in the lawsuit. No, you're not. So right. So that's that's something to um, that's harder to deal with. Um, but there are people now. You know, more and more there are companies that that help with guarantors like that. Um, And those people tend to, um, maybe you'll charge more rent as a landlord for that. Maybe people would offer to pay more rent um, for the risk, you know. Um, So not not as easy, but there are a lot of people that do that. Um, um, And I'm not as familiar with that um, because I don't do a lot with, with people from... I do. I mean, I've I've rented to people international from international. Mostly, they either have one of these services that they get like a guarantee from, or uh, they pay more in advance or something like that. 
So I'm from Miami and I remember about nine years ago when I rented in New York, I from Florida was my I was out of college in DC and because I was from Florida and so was my roommate, it felt like we were international and my landlord needed more proof of something from it was very bizarre. And I didn't know if that was per state or is it because no, I was just Florida. I think it just goes to to your point. It's like maybe back then it was more of like Wait a second. I'm going to say this to you, like uh, trying it on, because I've I've understood and been in those conversations. I think mm-hmm. this is what you're meaning. It's like, oh, Melissa's moving to New York. So where does she work? Right. Oh, she works in Florida. You know, today you know that that you could do that remotely, and more of those like more of a conversation about that. But those days, it's like, wait a second. She's moving to New York, mm-hmm. but she works in Florida. Is she have a work a job in New York? She used to work in Florida. What's the story like that? Right. That's why it becomes a oh no no oh I have a job in New York and I'm here's the proof of that. So that's the hurdle that you were mm-hmm. talking about. Um, I totally understand that though. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Like when someone moves from out of town, they have to demonstrate that they have. What are they doing here? You know. Right. How does that work? What's the story behind that? So people want to know and, you know, you have to tell them. And, you know, the again, the landlord is concerned with your ability to pay the rent. As long as you can make uh, a story that, you know, or make, have them understand, oh, how you're doing that, then that that's really what it is. And it's about, I think it goes back to, packaging you know we talked about this in earlier episodes where you say oh this is who i am this is what i'm doing this is how you're going to get paid you know this is the kind of person i am oh you know yeah i think it's just communication and over communicating with your landlord say hey i'm a good person and even as an international i think that would help too the more the better i agree i agree with that does that that answer your question yeah it does so yeah we learned that there are some obstacles for really anyone renting in new york city whether you're international you have to have the proof and so yeah thank you or anywhere anywhere really you know you you essentially as a as a landlord the and as a resident you have to demonstrate your ability to pay and what that is and you know people have hard times and um but they are if they're renting an apartment they have to have some story about how they're going to pay Right. So mm-hmm. whatever that is, so we obviously have, I've, I've rented to a lot of people and they, and sometimes like, Oh, you had a situation. Okay. But now, you know, that's in the past and you know, so we're, uh, people are inclined to work with uh, people, um, just as long as there's a good story about and a demonstration of how, how they would pay. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Albert. You got it. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening. Thank you.